and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Vangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. Welcome to episode 36 of the Money Magic Podcast. So I don't know if I noted, I mentioned in episode 28 that Lumi is going to be one of our constant guests because I want us to start talking about fitness, body, and um, just trauma in the body and fitness because we are kind of like a nation that is obsessed with uh, being fit and the number on the scale and I think that's extremely traumatic and it also impacts our finances and we're not even aware of it because how we look often we then correlate to how we look to this is when I feel good because I look good and then that's when I'm going to allow more money in so we do it unconsciously and we put conditions on our lives and how we make money Right. So if you've just joined the show, this is the Money Magic Podcast. My name is Vanille Makwakwa. I am your host for the show. I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. If you're watching this on YouTube, welcome. But you can also go download the show on Podbean. We're a podcast as well, right? So it's just not the videos. You can get us on Podbean, find us on iTunes, find us on Amazon, and also find us on Spotify. Anyway, over to our guest today. Let me welcome her. Hi, Luni. So lovely to have you on the show today. Hello, hello, Van. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, everybody. My name is Lungile. I work as a fitness trainer, and I help women meet their fitness goals using their feminine cycle. Ooh, I so love that, using their feminine cycles. So, okay, so today, Luns, I wanted us to talk about 
being in the body and this concept, I, I guess it's called body dysmorphia, not I guess, it is called body dysmorphia, that it's just like how we see ourselves and we speak quite a bit about this during our fitness workout sessions, which is sometimes how we see ourselves and how others see us is completely different. How because um, of everything around us and mostly what we were taught growing up. And I want to use your story, if at all possible, like what we were taught growing up. And I'll also share my story, right, about our bodies, even though what we're seeing is all these imperfections, what people around us will often see us as just perfect. You know, it's just great, but we have a hard time seeing that and believing that. And that comes from trauma. And I want us to dig a little into that. So can you just share about your journey? Because I know when you started off as a fitness trainer, this was something that was very much a challenge for you, you know, because how we all saw you was like, you're incredible, you look gorgeous, you have like this incredible athletic body. And then when you started talking to me, it was like, actually, I don't see that. And it's been a journey for you to kind of align these two visions and see not exactly what people see, but see your own beauty and your own awesomeness. Yeah, thank you for that question. Um, and uh, I mean, then you know that um, it continues to be a journey um, for me because some days are really like awesome, but I also have my days where things kind of backtrack. Um, I think for me, how it happens is that um, I fixate all my energy on one body part um within my body and then i just obsess about that body part um you know whether or not it gets to look exactly the way i want it to look um and if it doesn't then everything else doesn't matter you know um and with regards to other people seeing me as lungile you've got a beautiful body like i've always heard that I've always heard that because I've been I've been athletic um, and I've been into sports from a very from when we were 16, 17 teens, you know, but my body never really I never felt as though my, my body made me stand out, but it didn't really make me stand out at the same time. I was that girl that, <laughs> you know, I don't know if some of um, our viewers will be able to relate to this, but I was that girl that the boys will say, I win. please, can you call the girl there in front of you? Um, you know, and the ones that who would fight to get me would be fighting over. It was always about nitpicking parts of my body and um, not that my brain or my or that I'm beautiful or that I am a loving person. It was none of that. So I was always, um, I always felt objectified. And for me, um, my body was also like a lot of my strength. Um, but obviously, um, I also internalized a lot of hurt and a lot of pain um, that came from being viewed like that, um, as opposed to being viewed as a holistic human being. Um, so, 
to date, um, I mean, I'm like a grown as woman um, and I really feel as though nobody really does that to me. Um, I do it to myself at times. Um, mm. And say I nitpick my own uh, my own body parts and say, you know, if it can just go down a little bit here. Mm. Why, when I, why can I hold this part here? Um, you know, and if I can hold a part of my, my, um, my body, then it's like sure i wonder where my body fat percentage is hey you know so so yeah so that's that's how it's been for me um it is it is a it is a healing journey and doing inner work and being aware of of the trauma and um just being trauma informed does um does help me a lot even in how i do my 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 fitness work yeah i'm you, Luz, I wonder if anyone else is feeling that because I just like hearing your story. I feel it, you know, because I think that how many of us have looked at ourselves in the mirror and just judged parts of ourselves, you know, or just being like, you're to this, you're to that, you know. So um, I want us to go back because what you said was so powerful. I don't think that we actually realize this, that how we are treated in our childhood and our teens, we become adults that parent our teen and childhood selves in that way. So for me, it was around my achievements and money, like, or just anything. So whatever I did was never good enough because to my mother, nothing is ever good enough. And I say is because it's still that way to this day. You know, it's like, you do something and she'll be like, yeah, but that could have been this, you know, or she doesn't even do that. She'll say, but your friends or your cousins have A, B, C, D, you know, or I have done this. So it's not like, wow, you've done this thing. And it took a lot for me to just say, I am enough as I am. So what did you notice? What was that journey for you like? Because I can also share about like, the constant journey to finding that space of I am doing enough, I am enough, and also giving myself space to rest, which is why I do so much work around ease and resting and not overdoing because I know what it's like. And for me, I wasn't overdoing for the world. I was overdoing to get my mother's approval, you know, and it was exhausting me. So what did you notice where of how did that story play out for you as you saw yourself as an adult based on how you were treated by boys or the community around you and then how did that play out with your body as an adult and then what's that journey been like to finding self-acceptance mm. yeah i mean <laughs> you know i it, there are no coincidences in life and it's not by mistake that i i work um in the fitness space right now um i think that i've carried the work um and um i've actually put in a, a lot more um I, I can say that I've, 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 I try my level best to approach fitness from a, from a point of love, from a point of love as an adult. But, um, you know, sometimes I will still 
if there's no middle ground for me sometimes i will choose you know instead of if like right now i want to learn how to ride a bicycle why because i want to do 94.7 cycle um if i want to learn how to swim why because i want to go diving like for me things are always to their to, to their extreme you know um but at the same time i learned to find comfort in that because um you know i've i've challenged myself to kind of go to places where i never thought i would be able to go do things that i never thought i would con even conceive um to do so that's exciting for me um, and i also say you do that with your clients so <laughs> There are things that I do in my sessions with Loons at least like once or twice a week. I'm like, never thought I would do that. Even today, I was like, at first, like I told you, I am sending my cousins an entire regime of this. She was like, why do you do that? I was like, so people know. <laughs> it's almost like I'm re reminding myself that everything that I ever believed I couldn't do. I, I I want I like as an adult I know that there's nothing that I can't do. Um, if if you know the, the fact that I can't ride a bicycle doesn't mean I can't ride a bicycle. I just need to learn how to ride a bicycle. Um, so 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 that's what it's about. Like I am fearless. I fear nothing. Um, if 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 anybody else if it can be done I can do it um i can i can do it whatever it is if it's if it's in line with fitness i can do it and as a young um young woman i didn't always um believe that i didn't always believe that yeah oh i love that i love that so how did you get to that point where you were because i think like looking at your body and let's say that there were things that you like you said you could hold parts of your body and we live in a world that tells us that as women we should shrink as much as possible right how did you get to the point where you could actually be okay with your body as is okay so um how i started um falling in love with myself was when i first got to learn about um womb work so at the beginning i started talking up i was talking about how i would hold my tummy and think that um well, what loads of fat is there but then i started to look at my womb area um which is also very close like it's all part of the same um place of my body i looked at it different from a point as opposed to what does it look like i looked at what does it what does this body part do for me and as i learned to connect with my womb learn about my cycle um learn about food and um how food will affect my cycle how what i drink affects my cycle what i eat um how I care for myself in the month will affect my cycle. How I how I train will affect my cycle. All of this made me to be more tender and to actually appreciate that body part of mine. So it's not just the tummy. It's 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 it, it, my my womb sits there. My ovaries are there. I carried my babies there, um, and my core sits there. Core is not a job. 
That's where all of my strength comes from. For me to be able to lift my body up, for me to be able to pull my body and sit using my arms, it's all part of my core. And all of these come from a part that at one point I used to just see as a umkaba, but no. Um, once I connected with it at a deeper level, is look at it holistically, then I learned to really fall in love with it. So I really, really love that, right? That is so powerful. So is it fair to say that you started being tender with yourself? You started giving yourself more compassion? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, um, not so long ago, you know that um, I, <laughs> so I, 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 I my, for some reason I lost weight. And when I lost weight, I lost, um, I lost um, what fullness of my breast. And um, I shared with um, people who are close to me that I was so worried. I thought there was something wrong with my breast and I went for my mammogram and it came out just fine. It turned out I was just like losing weight. And that taught me something that, you know, um, like my body is so intelligent. It, it's always doing its own thing. Um, I can't be, I can't dictate to my body that remove this, you know, I'm not surgery. I'm not going to remove things from here and put it um, there or remove from here. It does its own thing, you know? So that also taught me to just, um, you know what, Lumina, just chill, just, yeah. just, just relax, just be present in your body um love your body the way it is um the way it is right now um you know what like again that question of what does each and every body part do for me and there isn't a single body but it does nothing for me um so it's important for me to just you know feed my body food that i know which will help my health so that i don't have to worry or i know that i've always done my best to have um good health drink food that i know which uh, brings life to me um go out for a walk you know fitness is not about going to the gym uh, fitness is about climbing up a tree it's about walking barefoot on the grass it's about going to play in the park it's about letting the sun kiss your skin it's about drinking water um choosing water as opposed to cold drink it's all that so i had to holistically learn to love myself um just not just focus on hey manja we had to love all of it yeah yeah wow i'm so so happy that you said that i'm really really glad Lumi. um yeah so what did you notice when you started being tender with yourself and being gentle with yourself i think you know i remember i have this story the reason why i'm about to ask this next question let me preface it with a story when i was heavily in debt i remember one day like i owed someone 50 dollars. i was living in boston massachusetts so i owed someone 50 dollars, and i couldn't make the 50 dollars. right like it just wasn't coming through in those days, like when I had $50,000 in debt, even making $10 or manifesting or somehow getting $10 in a day 
was so, so hard for me. And I remember very clearly sitting at Boston Public Library. I just come out of the tea station and um, there's a tea station right next to the library. Went to sit at the library steps and I just remember just beating myself up, telling myself how absolutely stupid I was, how ridiculous I was, how I just criticized myself. And I remember calling one of my friends and I was just saying all these things about myself and she was like it's just $50 is it worth beating yourself up like this you know would you talk to your best friend like this you know would you be so harsh to yourself like this but I don't know this to me was how I had been loved by my mother you know, so growing up, that is like for 17 years of my life, every day I woke up to being told I was stupid, I was useless, I was good for nothing, I was going to fail, all these things. So as an adult, when things didn't work out for me, I used the exact same words, you know, and I kept beating myself up like that. And I thought I was actually motivating myself to change my finances. That conversation that day completely changed my life. And I remember after that conversation, hopping on a phone with my sister and honey was like, yeah, that's really, really brutal, right? Like, please don't do this to yourself. And I started to make the conscious decision that day to talk to myself like I would talk to my best friend. I don't know how to do that. It would take years of unlearning and healing for me to get to that point. But at least it was a decision that I made to say, I'm gonna change that. And insane as it is, I said, changing that and being tender, more tender, more gentle, more softer with myself has actually led to greater successes and just better relationships with other people for me. It, it helped me pay off $60,000 in four years. It just changed so much because I started also looking at the people that I was allowing into my life, men especially that I was allowing into my life that were treating me that way because I didn't know better. Yeah. To the outside world, I was super confident. I was the South African young girl that had traveled to the Caribbean who was doing things and was out there. And I got in my MBA, but my relationship with myself was wrecked. I was like, so, and I was super scared of myself. You know, yeah. every failure meant that I would bully myself. It wasn't so much, wasn't just my mom that I was scared of. It was also how I would treat myself. So my question is, as you started to change your relationship with your body and you started becoming more compassionate, more gentle, how did it start to change your relationship with A, yourself, as a friend to yourself, your relationships and even your money? Well, um, I, I mean, with myself, um, I... I think that I've actually become a person who doesn't hold on to things that torture my soul anymore, you know? Um, um, just last night, um, I, I un unplated my hair 
and I realized that my hair was like so brittle it it was it had patches and you know the braids I don't know what happened but I didn't like what I saw when those braids came off and during the night when I went to sleep I was just thinking oh my goodness what am I going to do now am I going to wear a bandana am I going to must I try and plate this hair must I stop brushing it um what am I going to do but I was in my frustration at three o'clock in the morning in when the sun comes up if this hair doesn't want um to 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 be with me right now if this hair is is here but it isn't i'm gonna let it go um and i woke up in the morning and um and and i went and i and, and i cut my hair and you know sometimes sometimes we have to do things like that and you would think Uti, because we do so much inner work to getting to that decision is easy. It wasn't, um, but it was for me, I thought I, I, I deserve, I deserve to show myself some kindness and I can't walk around every day with hair that's got patches. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to wear my, I'm going to put on earrings. I'm going to wear lipstick. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be happy. Um, and that's exactly what I did, um, you know, and I've never been bold um, my whole life. I've never been bold. Like this is my, this is Are the first <laughs> I've never been bold. I've never been bold. Like I was like, I was cutting my hair and like tears were rolling down. But once I got off the chair, I, I felt so much love to myself. I felt like, wow, like it's like this weight had been lifted off my shoulder and for me, letting go of the hair was showing myself love um, and it freed me, you know. But with regards to um, the relationships um, and your... <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's a lot, really, because, um, sure, you know, it, once, once you get to that point where you really um, fall in love with yourself, then even your standards kind of change, you know? Um, <laughs> your standards change um, the, way, the way he or she speaks to you, um, the way, the, way they, the food that they serve you, um, you know, the, how thoughtful they are around you, um, the words, the choices that they make. Do they make you aware when you start being too hard on yourself? You know, for me, I was intentional about having people around me who are going to say so badly. Because me, I, I, it was part of my upbringing, part of how I've always spoken to myself. And I'm used to, I was used to, as we were growing up, I was used to being spoken to as, as that object. So, so Ooh. when, when someone says to me, so badly, don't speak like that. Um, is that absolutely true, Uguti? Uguti, you you fat. Are you sure? Without without any doubt, have you tested that with all evidence, Uguti? You fat. Is that absolutely true? Um, once I've surrounded myself with people who ask me that, and people who say, "Guard your energy, Lungi. Like guard your guard your thoughts, protect your heart, um, surround yourself with positivity and, 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 and that is what will grow into your life. Um, then things um, changed, um, changed for me. Um, so, so yeah, um, you know. Wow. And, beautiful. Yeah. That is so beautiful. 
I I love that because it's like it's so gentle, it's so soft. It's not. We live in a world that's push, push, push. And I'm actually uh, before we even go into the money, like, did the gentleness also change how you train? <laughs> We've had a conversation around this, like how you would train beyond <laughs> your <laughs> point, and now you change that so much, and you even do that with your clients as well, like. You teach us to be gentle with ourselves. Can you talk about that? Because in the fitness industry, that's why I was always like hesitant to get um, a fitness coach. You know, I got you because, well, I was like, wow, she works with the womb. And I know she's (laughs) one of the Money Magic students and she's trauma-informed. I want to work with her because of that. Yeah, um, it's okay to to stop and, and shed a tear. Um, during during a workout session, um, that's allowed. You, it's okay to feel um, during a workout session. You know, I mean, I remember in my journey, I've been trained by, uh, by a lot of male, and I love them. Um, but there was always that thing of, you know, when you when when I cry, it's like push, push. No, don't stop. Just push through it. You know, where like people are told like. Someone yeah. is like on the football field or something and they cannot go anymore. And they just like, push, push, push go. I'm like, this yeah. person is literally exhausted at their door. Like taking just even a five minute breather will not kill them, you know, and will not kill you as a coach. Just like, they still gonna finish. But it's also okay to finish having had rest in between. Absolutely, and um, I, I remember one of the one of the the, the the things as well was that you know we will throw up, we will fall, um, you know, we like we like. Oh, you're about yeah. that. You know, people throw up in the workout sessions. I was like, no, <laughs> throw, throw, throw up. Yeah, move right along. Everybody throws up. Your body's just shocked, like you know. So. For me, um, reconnecting with with the womb also reminded me to take time out. Um, it reminded me to see when my client is approaching, um, you know, that that time where we need to tone things down and and also be aware of the weeks when our energy levels are really high. We can push, you know, but we use more courage um, in our sessions um, than push push let's fight you know we use more courage we we use more uh, how keep trying um, let's not let's not let's not give up let's try and we use more let's finish um instead of um you know if if we have to do a uh, five sets we, we, we're gonna do five sets um it, it's we, we we're not looking at the clock that now my time is up so i must go we finish when we start we don't leave things in in the middle so there's still some sort of um there's still some sort of discipline um within this within the session there's still commitment to something but it's not brutal oh my gosh i love it so guys just to chip in here with looms it's like I'll have moments where I'm like, Luz, I need to sit down. I'm triggered, <laughs> like not but by an exercise that we do because certain body movements will bring up memories for me from childhood. So on top of my 
childhood stories that I've shared. I was also heavily bullied as a child in primary school and high school. I was just one of those children that like, I guess was different and I was very bullied for it and hectically so. So like um, I was never chosen for teams and certain things I was told I sucked at and I was terrible at. So some exercises lungs will do and I'll be like, oh my God, this brings up a memory from PE. We had to do this and I'll just burst out crying. And just not to have someone force you through that, but to just say, breathe, I'm holding space, let it out, cry it out and just wait for me. And then we continue the session, you know, and she'll be like, do you want to talk about it before we move on? You know, that for me has been life-changing. And this happened a lot when we started working out. The first four or five months were really hard for me. And now it's just like, we just go through things. (laughs) I have less crying sessions, but also I just started, I was always happy to show up because I always felt safe. And I think that for me, and I said to Looms, that's why I was like, I need you to come on as a constant guest on this podcast because how you do things with this gentleness is that I never thought I would be someone who's literally, I think it's about eight, nine months now into the workout sessions. And I am still as committed. And it's coming from the fact that I know I can bring my full self to the session. I don't just have to be a one-dimensional human being. And I've seen, it's also taught me how you can do difficult things just because something is difficult. I don't have to make it more difficult by berating myself or putting myself under pressure, we can do difficult things with ease. And the way that we do that with ease is to take the pressure off. You know, it's like you take off all the conditions, you know, you're like, this is going to get done, but we don't have like a crazy, oh my God, it must get done in the next five minutes. It's like, by the end of the session, we'll be done with it. That's the point. Do it and to do it in a way that doesn't completely scar our nervous systems. And I think that is what usually turns a lot of us off from fitness because it's that, it's that the pressure that comes with that. And it really makes, it really unregulates our nervous systems. That is so true. That is so true. And to be honest with you, um, Winaven, I'm so grateful that I was, led to to eventually accept my calling and my gift um because i you know i it's not like this is what i've always done uh, working with people and and, and 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 training with them in this way you were actually one of my very first um <laughs> you know, um yeah you and and, and Nomfe were like were the were the were the very first person who entrusted your bodies um with with me and and I think Uguti, um another thing that I was given that I didn't know I was given was just a a a soft voice anyway I mm-hmm. anyway I'm just I I just don't I don't know how to I don't know for me to 
to to scream it's just not in my nature to be that and it's what i've always um i realized that it's, it's what i've also longed for uh in my fitness journey because the shouting scared me anyway the shouting frustrated me anyway this the the shouting even so when i was that grew up in households where we were constantly shouted at right you know, and so unnecessary that is so true and it only gets you more it's like we umzimbabwe tenses up so training training then becomes even more difficult um if if you're tense and and you're nervous and you're worried that i'm not going to be able to do this and this person is going to get angry with me you know so the approach in jay was like completely um completely different it was more of giving to others what i needed most um and then by doing that that's what the that's what the universe gives right back at me as well that's so powerful so my final question is what have you noticed in terms of the softness and even building your business like being soft and tender with yourself how has that started to impact your money journey and even how you build your business mm. yeah okay so my <sighs> my business is built on let's say let's call it organic authentic i always want to trust that i will attract the people who have similar values and you know my tribe um my tribe so <laughs> so um so that, that 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 that's exactly um how how it's unfolding i'm not for everyone no one is for everyone um but in terms of my my money story i think that being 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 gentle um the approach of being gentle also helps me to you know when when i drop the ball in my money journey to be able to forgive myself move right along let's do it again but also not be afraid of starting afresh um i've made a lot of big decisions that include money but uh, about starting afresh reimagine you know like i get to reimagine my money story and i get to reimagine my body basically with the body you can be any shape weight anything you want you can achieve it um mm -hmm. you have to be able to imagine it and and then achieve that or we're maintaining whatever no one is really judging people have got different needs so the same thing applies with my money journey um i can be able to i was i i got the ability to just reimagine my money story have a new vision if that's what i want and and go for that um be um you know have no fear of reaching out for new things yeah oh that is so powerful loom cool okay so i really really love our conversations i'm gonna end this here guys don't worry i'm gonna have loons on for a bunch of other things we have so much to dissect around fitness and the womb right i want that to be one of our conversations soon because Whew, wow <laughs> there's a lot around like exercising and how do you create an exercise regime that works with the womb and also with yourself right and what do you do at that time of the month but that's not for today today i hope you guys got what we were talking about which is the importance of self compassion being gentle with yourself and just going on this healing journey of self acceptance and how it can change not just our 
relationship with money, that our relationship with our bodies, the way that we train and actually lead to our so-called weight loss goals, right? Not to say so-called, but our weight loss goals or our fitness goals, because sometimes we have goals just to be stronger. That's one of my goals, to just be stronger in my body. Okay, so Loons, how do people work with you? How do they get hold of you? Yeah. Okay, um, so my number is 073-507-3577. Um, I also have a growing page. Um, it's called Just Do You on Facebook. And I also post a lot on my personal um, Facebook and I'm Louis one right there. So yeah, please get hold of me on those platforms. I do prefer WhatsApp at the moment. So my number is the best place to, to directly get hold of me. Awesome. And guys, I will add the plus two seven for everyone that is international. Looms also works virtually. So Looms, just tell people a little bit about the services that you offer. Because honestly, I'm not even joking, guys. Like training with Lumi has been, I keep telling her, it has been one of the best investments that I have made for myself. Like throughout COVID in 2020 and 2021, just having that wake up routine where I wake up, I'm training with her. But again, it's not that I'm being triggered and scarred. It's done with so much compassion and so much gentleness has been incredible. So tell people all the, um, the services that you offer and how they can work with you because there's people listening from all over the world to this podcast and they need to know that you can work virtually. She works with me virtually all the time, guys. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for that, Ben. Um, yes, so we've got a, a, a um, group workout sessions that take place every Tuesday um, and every Thursday and Saturday. Those sessions um, run virtually and sometimes we do meet in person, but they run virtually. Um, and those people train with us together. We They, they basically, they, the payments is 1.2 uh, per month for those sessions for the month. Um, for my one-on-one -on -one sessions, pardon? It's $20 a month in US dollars. And then to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis, we uh, uh, also work with three, no less than three sessions um, a week. Anything less than that, I find that it just doesn't have consistency. Um, and those sessions cost up to, it's, it's 3,000 rent um, for the month to have one-on-one -on -one sessions, which are also pretty cool because then you get the flexibility of, um, you know, things come up. Um, we build a nicely, a nicely knit relationship and there's a lot more flexibility when you are a one-on-one -on -one client. So you choose what works best for you, but either way, um, there's results. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lungi. And guys, I hope that you've enjoyed this. Um, Lungi is a Money Magic student. So she started her business during the Money Magic course and she started it during COVID <laughs> using yeah. our course, the Money Magic course. And she has been growing steadily. And 
I've, I'm so glad because I benefited from uh, launching a business <laughs> with the course. So if you're interested in starting to heal your ancestral money trauma and tapping into your ancestral money wisdom and just creating a consistent stream of income of 40,000 Rand or 2,500 US dollars a month by tapping into your ancestral money wisdom and starting to regulate your nervous system where money is concerned then definitely get on the waiting list or enroll if we're open for registration for the money magic course at wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic again wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic and once you enroll in the waiting list you'll be updated whenever we open for registration and when we open for registration you also get an opportunity to hop on a call with me and we can talk about how the course works for you or if it works for you and where you should start when you um get uh, when you get into the course so i look forward to seeing you in the money magic course until next week have a fantastic day further cheers cheers bye-bye i hope you enjoyed this week's episode if you find this podcast helpful and enlightening please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on itunes or leave a comment on youtube and of course share it with your family and friends I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.